Welcome to Happy Today podcast. This is a podcast for those who want to improve service experience of internal services. If you use ServiceNow or other enterprise service management system, then this is for you. All right. Hi, Tommy. Hi. Uh, welcome to Happy Today podcast. Uh, we are here today at uh, Keilaniemi, the Tieto headquarters. And uh, today we're going to talk about empathic buildings and topics related to that. But maybe short introduction first, like who are you and uh, what's the passion in your, in your work? Yes, my name is Tomi Teikko. I'm a founder of Empathic Building Business in, in Tieto. Empathic Building is a digital solution for end users to survive in the modern digital ways of working. That's like a shortly, yeah, shortly yeah. the way it, 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 it tries to be, I say tries to be, yeah. and, and I hope for future it will be the user interface between buildings and end users. All right, all right. That's, that's, that's the idea and, and uh, why we call it Empathic is my own passion to solve things which uh, some intelligent people have said that are really hard to fix. Like can applications be empathic? Yeah, yeah. Uh, people really, uh, you know, intelligent people say that they can't, but I say they can if. And I think we are a little bit discussing about this topic also that that if we actually use human as a sensor and collect feedback and and data from humans, we can have applications which are empathic yeah. and, and of course it's my ambition to solve big problems not small ones <laughs> <laughs> no. that's that's why and, and I have this vision about uh, empathic reality so that that I want to ensure human-centric content content for different type of digital twins augmented and virtual realities yeah that's my mission all right all right yeah. sounds sounds like a <laughs> Nice, nice kind of uh, thing to come to work to every day. Um, um, I was uh, just interviewing Jacob Morgan, who is uh, talking about employee experience and kind of dividing these things into three things, uh, culture, technology and the physical space. Um, for the building to be empathic, like uh, what all these kind of characteristic or where does it need to touch? Like, is it just the physical space or, or what does it in- include? Yeah, like like uh, the employee experience is uh, when when you provide best possible employee experience, you need to take care of all of them. They don't work alone. Yeah. Our digital uh, empathic building is a digital. It's it's a tool part and an ICT part of the game. Yeah, and 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 it definitely cannot change the culture. Uh, it can support. New ways of working and, and boost collaboration and stuff like that. But but if the core uh, like uh, culture of sharing and caring is missing, yeah, it doesn't help. So, All right. Yes, definitely. It's, so so empathic building is not not <coughs> about the how does the building look like, having nice lights and nice furniture or anything like that. It's it's something else that you no, bring to the yeah. Empathic building brings visible. The data which is normally uh, uh, well you can say hidden yeah. <laughs> or in silos yeah. so the idea is that that if you have a data related to the physical space we can show it 
yeah. for example, that if you have a work culture of sharing desk, that you don't have a mm-hmm. pure dedicated mm-hmm. desk, which is quite trendy now. So, uh, Empathic Building can show the data that when this desk has been used, and then you can define, for example, clean desk policies and stuff like that. So, the data helps you to make the decision where you work. Yeah, okay. Because normally you don't know that. <laughs> In True. physical space, you can leave your coffee mug to the table and reserve it to you forever. True, true. <laughs> and that, that does happen, yeah. Because yes. I think both of us have been living the era of, of just the, the open office, yes. where you, you have a, this nice view of everybody's open, but then people start leaving their stuff and somebody has this monitor, well, I need to have it here and I have my coffee mug here. And, yes, yeah. family pictures. Exactly. All the brochures from different events. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's and a then... storage space, not not the work desk. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, to be honest, uh, I the open office with dedicated desks, like a like a seating hierarchy, uh, some kind of organizational structure or or uh, type of seating. It should not. It's actually the worst way of working, <laughs> yeah. because you never know, for example, who is working when next to you. True. And if you work different way or doing different tasks, well, let's say that other one is on phone and you, you try to concentrate, it's not possible. Yeah. So that was a worst possible way of working, the open office, without freedom to change the place where you work. Exactly. So yeah. I love modern offices that you have total freedom of selecting where you work and then comes the digital so the digital helps you to make the decision where you work yeah. you know you can see the temperature levels you can see the lightning you can see is there someone or you can even see where is your boss because sometimes you don't even want to see your boss <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> and sometimes true. you need advice and, yeah. and you want to know where the boss yeah. is and, and so on and so on yeah. so the digital can help mm. help you um, we in when, how we measure employee experiences is about perception. It's not like uh, how how long the process took or how quickly somebody closed the ticket. It's about the perception and the feeling, and this is sometimes very difficult for for, for some customers or prospects to understand that. How can you just measure feeling? But uh, yes. but you're, you're talking about a, a human as a sensor in some of your 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 materials. So what do you mean with that? And what do you try to? What yeah. what have you been doing around that topic? Okay, uh, without going directly <laughs> to that, I need a little bit uh, open this this uh, sensor thing. Yeah, uh, which comes from I, I was in inside of theater. We had this like an internal startup uh, doing products related to the IoT. Yeah, so big data sensors, uh, analytics, stuff like that. And when I was meeting customers and and I was meeting technology vendors who are you know companies building sensors I actually noticed that very rarely they think that they could use human as a sensor (laughs) so because human is the best sensor ever created there is no sensor that can smell see feel as accurate as human can and and we as a humans we can even process that data Let's have a very stupid, stupid example, uh, like using human as a sensor and, and using technical sensor. Yeah. Let's say that you have a coffee machine, mm. which is the source of all the performance levels in office. True, true. It's a, 
if coffee, if coffee machine doesn't work, uh, your your productivity levels. Yeah, we just got the, got the we just got the, the grinder broken one day at the office, and it was the, like the number one topic at Slack. That yes, day. <laughs> exactly. So coffee machine needs to work. Okay, now let's take a typical IT and IoT approach for this. How to ensure that people get coffee all the time? So you put sensors and some kind of data connections to the coffee machine, mm. and and you collect the data to the big data kind of uh, cloud, and then you have some kind of analytics that when milk level is less than something, then send a message to someone who is going to fix or fill the uh, uh, milk there that everybody can get the lattes and, and so on. And, yeah. and, you know, doing the predictive analytics so that, that you can send the message 10 minutes before milk sure. runs out that you have the continuous experience. All right, let's have a human as a sensor approach. Let's let's and, and by the way that type of IT project one hundred and fifty thousand or so. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's have another approach. Let's have a order a sensor a button from Amazon or some, somewhere. Ten dollars. Yeah. Let's put that button there and link it to someone's phone who is fixing the coffee machine and put there a sign saying that whenever you there is a problem or something runs out press the button. Yeah. Okay, now if the button is there like two days, people might press it uh, when milk runs, runs out, but even during the three or four days, people start to be predictive because they know that it takes 10 to 15 minutes to someone to come in. Yes. <laughs> so they start pressing the button automatically true, 15 true. minutes before the milk runs out. So we are actually uh, can can be predictive and, and yeah. with ten dollars compared to the one hundred and fifty thousand euros, maybe something we should consider. Yeah, I guess as, as a stupid example, but but, yeah, yeah, but uh, we rarely think how we could use humans as a sensor. Yeah, we see this same thing like uh, like we had a customer who was measuring like how does have everything happen, and they they had the IT uh, outsourced. And the guys were always uh, answering the phone like, hello, it's me in here and it's nice weather, how are you doing, all this stuff. And the perception for the people was that it's slow. I have to explain myself several times and what, what not. And then they just started to learn that, okay, these are Norwegian people. They want to go straight to the point. Mm -hmm. So first send a message that, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm about to call you about this and this and I'm this person. And, and then when the phone just goes straight to the point and... Basically, it kind of took the same time, in ticket time, but the perception went up. People were like, yes, now I don't lose my work time, I'm so happy with this service now. Yeah, and it exactly. was nothing to do with technology, it was just like, how do you, exactly. you know, yeah. talk to the human sensor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. treat people as they want to be treated, yeah, instead yeah. of having some kind of manual that you need to, you know, say always hello. Who yeah. wants to be friend with the person working in IT service yes. desk? Yes. Sorry, people doing that work. Yeah. You do excellent work, but I don't want to be friend with you. Yeah. I want yeah. you to fix my problem. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> as fast as possible. Exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I had I had some top topic, but then you know we went into this whole coffee machine thing. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what about some other examples? Uh, 
how do you use empathic buildings to to really improve the experience like uh, what kind of cases have you done with customers and uh... yeah yeah uh, empathic building is uh, quite quite new in the in a business that uh, as it it is the user interface of the end users yeah. so it's like uh, it's not the internet it's not uh, yammer yeah. it's not you know email <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's like an basically user interface which haven't been existing yet so okay. so to be honest all our customer cases are really different yeah. depending on the work culture yeah. even even the buyer can be different so we we have a customers where the buyer and, and our end customer and a business owner is HR yeah. we have a customers who is uh, when when the like the product owner is is IT and yeah. we have facilities as yeah. a customer so so it, it there is a huge difference depending uh, like a use cases that we start to solve True. and uh, with empathic building digital solution we can solve very simple things for example how you book a meeting room or which room you are going to work in yeah. And, yeah. And, and so on which is which is more related to the physical space, mm. but then at the same time, empathic building has been used to uh, in in HR function to to measure how people feel. Okay. And and we are also what uh, what I see for the future is that that more smarter ways of collecting feedback uh, yeah. from yeah. human sensors. Yeah. Yeah. You know that that when you have a situation. You should be able to, you know, if you observe something, for example, if there is something wrong with mm. the meeting room, sure. uh, easy way to immediately give yeah. feedback or create ticket or whatever you want to create. Yeah, because a lot of listeners uh, yeah. are, are working with service service management and also in the enterprise yeah. service management. So it could also be the connection of actually creating that, that ticket from the meeting room or whatever you have, like, yes. like even from the coffee machine, the button could... Could yeah. be connected directly then to to the service now and yeah yes exactly and and, and as as empathic building is a user interface it just creates a ticket what happens background yeah it can be human operated or, yeah. or we do integrations to the different yeah. ticket ticketing systems and because you need to know, uh, also the thing is that uh, things can be in very siloed in, yeah in, also also in process perspective you yeah. know that from the end user perspective if they know that there is something wrong with some device in meeting room yeah. you don't know is it IT problem or facility yeah, yeah, or third yeah. party or who is actually yeah. fixing it Could you just need to report it and then uh, the intelligent process uh, behind can categorize it and, and then forward the ticket to the correct silo exactly <laughs> okay this goes to the service operator and, and could this it goes to IT. Could it also identify the employee who is having the issue? We can do that, yes, but but uh, in in most of the cases we want to keep the data anonymous so yeah. that we don't want to block people. Yeah, I was wondering that it, it could say or that. give feedback because. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering it could yeah. say that hey, there's one one staff and and three customers now in the meeting room. This might be a priority so that you you yes. kind of. Yeah, well, well, that type of data we have. Yeah, yeah. So in, in, in customer implementations where you tag also visitors yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you know the stuff, then you can yeah. have the data, you know, 
empathic building can provide the data that how many persons are in, how many externals, how many internals yeah, and, yeah. and stuff like that without going into the uh, detail levels of yeah, identities. Yeah, yeah. Identity sharing is always uh, yeah. uh, like optional yeah. uh, and, and totally volunteer based yeah. stuff yeah. if you want to share your identity. Yeah. We were talking uh, before we started on, on this, also the, the human sensor, but also the biofeedback thing. Yes. Uh, so you said that there's like some use case and, may, and maybe there's now building coming up in, in UK. Yes, yeah, we are, we are going to, I don't know if this is world first, but yeah. I, I have a hunch that it might be. Yeah. So we are going to take uh, the, like a smart building kind of thinking to the next level uh, so that uh, we will we will actually measure biofeedback from uh, some kind of wearable. For, uh, mm. As example, we are going to pilot uh, Aura Ring, yeah. which is very nice Finnish, Finnish innovation. It is, yes. And uh, to, to measure uh, your preferred temperature and preferred lightning. For example, if you need to be more energized, mm. if your energy levels are dropping, we can adjust automatically lightning color or or like a lightning levels, the more energized type yeah. of uh, feelings and the same thing with the uh, temperature levels we can adjust automatically. So we have uh, partners there in yeah, the location is in building center in London, very, okay. uh, quite near to the uh, British Museum, yeah. very nicely located. There is a area reserved for, well, we call it well-being experience exhibition and, and there you can really really go in and see how lightning and temperature is adjusted based okay. on your physical preferences from yeah, your yeah. human body okay. so I, I we think that is going to be first one yeah there is a lots of solutions who are doing pre uh, like like we already have you can define your preferred temperature yourself yeah but that, that it's measured automatically real time from yeah. from your body. Uh, mm. I think that's the first one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now if interesting interesting stuff coming. Yeah. So now if the listeners want to learn more, so where should they go where they get and find more information about the empathic building? That's easy. Empathicbuilding.com. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll put that also in the show notes so people people can click on it. All right. Hey, thank you so much, Tommy. It was a really nice pleasure and uh, it's interesting to hear those different aspects i mean i think we we like you guys are all trying to work on this kind of around the same topic just tackling from different directions and i think like you said we can't do one without the other so we just have to have a lot of different approaches to the employee experience so, yeah thank you thank you